The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Um, we are here. We're ready to rock and roll. We got a lot to get to today. So I'm just, I'm going to, man, I mean, we got to talk about Canada, the Canadian trucks and that little, oh man, I'm really going to try to be nice, but that little, uh, I don't even know what I want to call him yet, but, uh, he, he's basically named himself a dictator, uh, of Canada. And, uh, we're, we're going to get to that. We're going to talk about this Russia mess and Ukraine and, and why, why, why do the Democrats love war? I mean, if you're still supporting Democrats, if you voted for Biden, if you vote for any Democrat today, uh, you cannot call yourself anti-war. And I, I am really sick of hearing so many Democrats out there who say they're anti-war, anti-war, anti-war. Yeah, whatever. Uh, the Demo- Biden has been rushing us to a new conflict ever since he took office. Uh, you know, there's been one president in the past modern history that didn't get us in a new war or a new conflict, and that was Donald J. Trump. And for all of you people who, who said in, in uh, the lead up to 2016, Trump's going to kill us. He's going to get us in wars. He's going to get, uh, oh, he's going to, he's got his hand on the nuclear button and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Trump didn't get us in any new conflicts, no new wars. But you give Biden, I mean, not even a year. Uh, you remember when he took office, it wasn't long. He was moving troops around and, uh, trying to catch Obama's record on, uh, drone strikes. And now, here we are uh, with this Russia-Ukraine mess, and, and part of it, I, I, I'm sorry to tell you folks, part of this is the dim- – well, please, I'm not sorry to tell you. Uh, you just need to open your eyes. Uh, a lot of this is at the hands of Joe Biden, and uh, this is what you get when you put a dementia patient in control of the White House and the executive branch. And and uh, I, I'm just telling you folks, and the, and the Democrat minions that are in that party, uh, they love war. And, and it doesn't stop there. Uh, I, you guys know they've listened to me for a long time. I've got a big problem with establishment Republicans, the McConnells, the Grams, the um, Schlesinger, whatever that Adam Schlesinger's name is that that's uh, playing footsies with Cheney uh, on this January 6th committee. Uh, these are so-called Republicans. Give me a break. These are establishment rhino Republicans who can't wait to go to the next war, just like the Democrats can't wait to go to the next war. And and, it, and it's just, you know, if it sounds like it chaps my derriere, well, it does. <laughs> so uh, so we'll get to that today. I'll get to... Uh, uh, well, I'll get to what I what I would like to see happen in the United States if if our truckers decide to do a convoy. I'm going to tell you what I'd like to see them do. Uh, so we're going to get into a lot of a lot of things today. Uh, I even have a new name. Uh, maybe maybe Biden. We need to call him uh, Jimmy Biden. Uh, if you look at the inflation inflation numbers, folks, prices are up more than double to what they thought they were going to be. We're record inflation. We're, we're no signs of stopping with this inflation mess. Uh, so maybe Biden, uh, along with his uh, Dementia Joe name, his uh, Brandon name, maybe we need to start calling him Jimmy Biden. Because we haven't seen inflation like this since Jimmy Carter. And if you're a young listener of mine out there and you don't know much about Jimmy Carter, look, I'll be, I'll tell you, Jimmy Carter was a nice guy. He was a, he was a, a, an honest guy. Maybe, maybe, maybe the last honest Democrat president there was. 
but he had some dumb people around him and he made some dumb decisions and and as usual democrat policies are just dumb and they don't work and uh we saw tremendous inflation with jimmy carter uh which brought in ronald reagan and ronald reagan fixed it and now here we are going down the same road you would think one day maybe we would start to learn from history Maybe one day, <laughs> but uh, we haven't. We haven't seemed to learn anything. At least Washington hasn't. So, uh, so maybe a, maybe a new name for for Biden right now is Jimmy Biden, because we haven't seen inflation like this since Jimmy Carter. And uh, holy cow, Jimmy Carter must be sitting back. I, I mean, I, I this guy's ninety. My goodness, I'm pretty sure he's like 95, 96 or so years old. And, uh, and hey, kudos to him for, for, you know, living such a long life. Um, but he's got to be, be basking in and glowing right now that, uh, Joe Biden is passing this guy as, as, Going down is probably the worst president in history. And, uh, man, I tell you what, just looking at the poll numbers, it'll tell you that story. Uh, there are Democrats out, an overwhelming number of Democrats out there that do not want Joe Biden to run again. That, that's coming up in the polling. Even CNN had to report that. And, uh, and you guys have heard me say this before. If you see CNN and MSNBC having to do show polling that Biden is at 40% or 38%, then you can rest assured he's probably at 28%. He's probably about 10 points lower than what CNN will show or what MSNBC will show. And when they, and when CNN comes out with a, with a poll that shows that a, a majority of, of Democrats do not want him to run again in 2024, that they would take anyone any Democrat, that's what the polling showed, that an um, overwhelming number, a majority of Democrats said they would take any Democrat over Joe Biden. So Joe Biden has a problem. The Democrats have a problem. And if the Republicans would get off their establishment butts, they are poised to have a tremendous victory this November. And and this this attitude of just sit back and don't rock the boat, that's a shame. Uh, they probably will still win. The Republicans will still win, but they could do so much more for this country if they get off their butts and start fighting because they, they're going to win in November, but they could win a whole lot more if they get off their butts. So, so we need to fire up the establishment. In fact, we need to fire some of the establishment. I mean, when, when we have, when you have a chance and please, ladies and gentlemen, get active in your area, get active in your communities. Because when your uh, representative is up and it's an establishment Republican, you need to primary them. When your senator is up, like Lindsey Graham, when he's up, when McConnell is up, when that Adam Schlesinger, Schlesinger, whatever his name is, when he's up, when Cheney is up, you need to primary all of these Republicans and find a good conservative, a, a, a conservative who loves this country, a libertarian conservative who loves this country, who will put small government first, who will put lower taxes first, who will put strong military first. Anyone who will put this country first that is a Republican or conservative or libertarian, you need to put them in those seats and knock out some of these rhino Republicans. The only way we're going to to really, really take back and put this country on the right road is to get rid of these rhino Republicans along with the Democrats. Now, we're about to throw a ton of Democrats out of office. And that's another thing I'll get to today. Um, the number of retirees, the number of Democrats who have announced retirement, and it's only February 15th. That's an amazing thing, folks. So 
So we're going to rock and roll. So let me do this. You are tuned in to the On Point with Victor show. This is America's Web Radio, and I am Victor Armendariz. So uh, I, I'm going to – let me jump into a little bit um, about this, what's going on. in And before I get to the Russia mess, let me talk about the Canadian truckers and what's going on in Canada. Because Justin Trudeau just announced that he is dictator of Canada. He's enacted the emergency powers of Canada, which which basically means that he has named himself a dictator. Because the Emergency Powers Act in Canada basically uh, enforces martial law and declares martial law. And so Trudeau has declared himself basically a dictator. And and look, the what you got to understand. Ladies and gentlemen, pull pull in closely. Turn up your your radio. Turn up your computer, your listening device, your phone, whatever you're listening to. I want you to listen to me closely. You've got to, yes, Canada's our neighbor. Yes, maybe they look like us somewhat. <laughs> I know we don't walk around going a a a, but 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 yes, they're our neighbor, and say they should emulate us. They should emulate the United States, but they do not. They are not a democracy. They are not a republic. They're a monarchy. Many of you may not know this, but Canada has a queen. It's Queen Elizabeth, same queen over there in England. And they have a parliamentary system. And Justin Trudeau is the is the prime minister. They do not have a First Amendment. They do not have a Tenth Amendment. They do not have a Second Amendment. And this is the kind of stuff that happens. So the United States, you living here, if you've had any doubt that this is the greatest country on the planet, you need to pay attention to what's happening in Canada. Because Justin Trudeau and that little peep squeak prime minister has just declared himself a dictator. He's doing things that could not be done in this country. He's doing things that the Democrats wish they could do in this country. But they cannot because our founding fathers were so brilliant and the United States Constitution is so brilliant. There's so much in that Constitution that restricts the Democrats. This is why the Democrats in this country hate the Constitution. And trust me when I tell you that they hate the, the, the Constitution. The, our today's Democrat Party looks at the United States Constitution as an impediment to their power. They look at the Constitution as, as an anchor weighing them down to what they could do to this country. And you need to understand that. And, and there's some establishment Republicans. Don't get me wrong. There's some establishment Republicans that are too ready to help. Because as long as they have some power, they're okay with it. And all of this has got to stop. But if you look to Canada to the north, our little old neighbors to the north, then you look what this prime minister died. And you know what the worst of it is? The prime minister in the last election, because some of you may be going, well, Victor, this is what they voted for. Actually, the people of Canada did not. Justin Trudeau and his socialist labor party only got a third of the vote in the last election. But because of this parliamentary system, they have six or eight different parties. They have a socialist party, a, a labor party, a, a liberal uh Socialist Liberal Party, a, a Green Party. They've got all these parties. And they have one conservative party. The conservative party actually got the majority of the votes in their last election. But because of the way the parliamentary system works and because they model themselves after England and they're still a monarchy, the, 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 uh, a few of the, of the parties were able to get pulled together. And that's how they kept Justin Trudeau as prime minister. 
So understand, the people of Canada did not vote for Justin Trudeau. He only got a third of the votes. The Conservative Party actually got a majority of the votes. But because the other Liberal Party, Socialist Party, Communist Party, Green Party of Canada were able to pull together their votes in the parliamentary system, that's what kept Justin Trudeau as the little dictator that he is today. And you need to understand that. That is why I tell you almost on a weekly basis, you are living in the greatest country on the planet. If you were born in the United States or you uh, have acquired citizenship in the United States, you need to thank God every day that you're here. And you need to understand that if you're voting for today's Democrat, then you're voting for the mess like Canada. Because today's Democrat would love to emulate Canada, where Canada should be emulating our republic. Canada should be emulating our type of freedom and, and the laws that we have. But they don't. Ladies and gentlemen, they do not. Canada does not have a First Amendment. Canada does not, does not have a Second Amendment. Canada does not have a Tenth Amendment. Those amendments alone are so important for our republic here in our country. But since Canada doesn't have those and they have this parliamentary system and they, they are, are so socialist, they are pretty much doing whatever they want. Now Trudeau is a little dictator over there in Canada. And there isn't a judge in Canada that can stop him. And, le- and what has this done? What is it doing? Trudeau has now announced today that he's seizing bank accounts of the truckers or anyone that caught in that protest, seizing personal bank accounts, business bank accounts. What else is this little tyrant going to do before this is over? And we will be right back. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. The views, opinions, and content of the show's hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. Veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. Veteran-owned America's Web Radio endorses and supports Dr. Rich McCormick for Georgia's 6th District, U.S. House of Representatives. As a decorated Marine helicopter pilot, and now an emergency room doctor who served on the front lines against COVID-19, Dr. Rich McCormick has never been afraid of a fight. Whether it's communist China abroad, or the radical left in America, Rich knows the next fight facing America is to stop socialism. He's all in. Vote for Rich McCormick. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. 
And we're back on America's Web Radio. And, uh, you know, Victor, I, I want to point out something that... Uh, sure. Uh, Insight to Israel was on this morning at 10 o'clock and will be posted on our website very shortly, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And, you know... I don't want to sound like total doom and gloom, but <laughs> but you're going to do it anyway. But no, I'm go ahead. Do it anyway. uh, <laughs> no, with Michael Gano does. He's in Romania right now and is still reporting on Israel. Mm-hmm. And Israel has basically turned into a Nazi state. And you would think so. And how the things that are happening mm-hmm. and. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, our communist state, depending on how you want to look at it. Communist, yeah. I would suggest anybody or everybody needs to listen to that show um, that was on this morning and talking about what's happening in Israel. And they're about to have their first uh, uh, situation with uh, cars blockading and so forth. Right. Uh, but they're what they're doing. Uh, it's like brown shirts. They're stopping people for wearing their mask wrong. They're stopping right. people and beating them. And, yeah, they're they're authoritarian police. Yeah, um, basically, yeah, uh, brown shirt, black shirts, just like what Mussolini did. Exactly. Um, and, it's, uh, it's sad, and that, and again, David, that 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 is something the Democrats just wish they could do here. When you hear Democrats, and Obama talked about it, talked about a a. a a statewide uh, federal police force that's what he means and you know it's people are are, there's a situation that people say well it's happening it's not just happening this has been planned for god knows how long Mm -hmm. and it's not just israel it's not just ukraine it's It's not just it's mm -hmm. not just the u.s right this is worldwide, mm-hmm. and it should be scaring the hell out of everybody. It really and should. We have to. The only way mm-hmm. I see out of it is you have to get your head out of the dark spot and start <laughs> finding out what and holding them responsible what you're voting for. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, Absolutely. make sure that they are conservative and that they believe in the main thing, that they believe in the Constitution. Uh, right. And, and love this country. And if, love this if, country. If you're, you know, as we head to November, and ladies and gentlemen, you've heard me say this before, if we're headed to November and you're looking at who to support, if your candidate of choice cannot look you in the eye and tell you they love this country, then you don't need to vote for them. You need to find somebody else. I mean, it's as simple as that. And ask them what the flag means to them. <laughs> yes. That's always an interesting yeah. question. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, Every politician sh- or anyone seeking to represent we the people should be asked, A, do you love the country and make them say it? B, how do they feel about liberty and freedom? C, how do they feel about the flag? What does the flag, what does stars and stripes mean to them? What is the meaning of old glory to them? I agree, David. So, you know, like you pointed out, the Republicans are like the Falcons, the football team. They, they go in at halftime and say, okay, guys, we're, we're leading by 20 points. How do we lose gracefully? <laughs> that ain't right, David. That ain't right. 
<laughs> and uh, the Republicans seem to be able to shoot themselves in you the know, foot with the mirror. That's a great and, analogy, David. It really is. You know, and mm. they, uh, we've got to get behind them and push and push yeah. and push. David, and, I, yes, I, got, I just got to tell you, I, I love that analogy. I, I am mad that I didn't think of that. And, but that's why you're the legend. Nah. Think about what you just said. It, it, this is a perfect. It, right now, if it were halftime with, with the election half, it was election halftime right now. The Republicans would be up 50 to zero over the Democrats. And right now, sitting in halftime, the Republicans are going, well, we're just going to sit back and play prevent. We're going to not do anything. We're going to play prevent. We're going to let the Democrats own the playing field. And we're just going to try to win 50 to 49. When if they would get off their butts and come out for the the rest of this election cycle, they could win a hundred to zero. So I am going to steal that from you, David. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll loan it to you. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you know, this is we're in scary territory. I'm twice your age, I guess, or close. Give or take. Uh, give or take. Yeah. <laughs> but but you who's know, counting? It's I've never seen it like this, and yeah. I've. You know, I've been around for a long time with Republicans and Democrats going at each other and so forth and so on. But there's there's an outside force working mm-hmm. that's not Democrat, not Republican. No, I think it's called communism. I'd call it evil communism. Evil, yeah. yeah. You know, I came out with another one that you can borrow. All like. right, okay. You know what? You know, you've heard of this saying, wokes. Yep, that just means sleeping with Satan. Well, that's a that's a good one. I'll use that one too. Uh, I, you know, you, you have to wonder with some of these things, but you're right, David. With so much going going that's going around, we we have the world moving in the socialist communist direction, and they're using the environmentalist movement to to kind of mask what they're doing. They're using the uh, this. Corona, the COVID nineteen, the Wuhan virus—they're using that as an excuse to move in the direction. If you just just listen to what the uh, just just what Trudeau was saying yesterday and today, um, I have to do this for the people. I have to do it for the children. I have to control every aspect of your life. I have to seize children from the truckers because that's what they're doing. They're seizing bank accounts. They're seizing the livelihood of these truckers. Who haven't thrown one Molotov cocktail. They haven't burned down one business. They haven't done any of those things. They haven't been violent. They're not beating the crap out of people. They're not pulling uh, white people out of their cars or black people or Hispanics and beating the crap out of them like uh, Antifa has been doing or BLM. They haven't been doing any of that. But yet Justin Trudeau looks at them as an enemy of the state. And he is, and I, I am not making this up. He actually said they are going to remove the children from the homes of these truck drivers. And, and anyone that's caught up in the protest. So if you're just happen to be standing near a truck, Trudeau's going to seize your bank accounts. He's going to make life miserable for some of these people. And it's, and, and this is the movement that, that they're, they've been using coronavirus. They've been using the environmentalism. They've been using all of these things. To distract you so they can gain more power. And you see the example, best example right now is Canada. You know, you wonder uh, who's sitting there, and why do I have a feeling it's probably George Soros, but. Oh, I'm sure a lot of his money's behind it. Who is sitting there saying. How far can we push them? Oh, every (laughs) every despot right now, including the Democrats of today who are sitting here with Biden, 
Absolutely. You cannot convince me that they're not going, how far can we push? And the Democrats in this country, they're about to find out how far they can push. But that's why you see this changing right now, the narrative changing, and the Democrats trying to say, oh, well, the science changed so we can get rid of masks. The science didn't change. The science has been, this, have always been, uh, especially in the last year, the science that has, that changed from 2020. That science has been there. The Democrats just didn't want to let go. But now the polling, the only thing that changed is the polling. And that is why your Democrats here in this country are starting to, to see, okay, we've pushed the working man or the working woman. We've pushed these working Americans. We've pushed them too far. Now we've got to stop. And that's what you're seeing now with some of these blue states, David. But across the world, they haven't stopped because they don't have a constitution to restrain them. So you're so Justin Trudeau, he just in the entire years of the Canadian government, they have never enacted, to my knowledge, never enacted the Emergency Powers Act. You know, but yet they just did it over truckers. I want to admit how stupid I am, and uh, <laughs> I, I lead the class. I thought Trudeau's father was terrible. Mm. Well, he's trying to <laughs> Trudeau's trying to set some records, and he's doing it. And he's doing it. And yeah. he's doing it. And uh, and I and look, this is for all of you listeners out there. And some of you I know who are listening who have told me this. We just need to be more like Canada. Oh, Canada's health care. Well, I told you back then, and you can look this up. Every elitist in Canada, especially the government elitists, where do you think they go? In fact, it may have been somebody related to Trudeau. Trudeau, who had to come down here and have heart surgery. They didn't do it in Canada. They did it here in the United States at one of the best private hospitals they could get to because they're an elitist. Went down uh, to Florida. Yeah, absolutely. And so I, I, I don't want to be like Canada. I said it then and I'll say it now. And so for those of you out there who were saying this before, you need to look at Canada real hard because today... It might not be your cause. You know, you may not agree with the truck drivers having this peaceful protest that they're having uh, over mandates. Maybe you agree with mandates. But tomorrow, it may come. they may come for you. And believe you me, if you're a sycophant Democrat out there and you think you think that your, your authoritarian Democrats of today are going after people you don't like, they will turn their target to you. As soon as you give them that authoritarian power, it happens every time. And you can look throughout history. Every country that has become an authoritarian dictatorship or, or some type of communist or, or socialist will turn on everyone who they don't deem in their elitist group. And look, uh, look how well it's worked out in and Venezuela. Look how, and look how well it's worked out. Exactly. Do you know how many people in Venezuela who voted for Maduro and, and the, the, the moron before him that, that transformed Venezuela from the most prosperous, richest uh, country in South America to the, mo- the poorest country in South America? <laughs> that, there were people who voted for that. And those people who voted for that are some of the poorest people now. They, they can't get enough food. They can't even get bread. They can't get milk. The shelves are empty. This is why I tell you, and all you only need to look through history, any of you out there who think you will be part of the elitist, socialist, dictator, authoritarian crowd, you're wrong. 
because they will turn on you. So any of you out there who who believe that it's okay for the government to force you to take a shot, well, what are you going to do when they come to you and force you to do something that you don't want to do? Because that day will come if you allow this to continue. And Canada, the people of Canada can't do anything about it. But we here in this country, we still can. You know one we reason that can. they can't? Why is that? What's no that? guns. Absolutely. Just like I said, Canada does not have a Second Amendment. They don't even have a First Amendment. <clears throat> but you look at the prime example, and when you look at Canada, um, what, what the, how important the Second, a Second Amendment is to the United States. Because this is the kind of stuff that can't happen in this country because of our Second Amendment, because of our First Amendment, because of our Tenth Amendment. And if you don't know what the Tenth Amendment is, that's states' powers, folks. No other country has the system we have. And when you look at our system, uh, the Tenth Amendment is so important because it gives the states power. And, and that power gets in the way of the federal government of the United States, which is what it was meant to be. Our founding fathers were methodical in making sure that we were not a parliamentary system, that we did not stay under a monarchy-type system. They were sure that they divided power so that one branch could not seize and make themselves an authoritarian power. Now, have we gone down a road lately where where Democrats and establishment Republicans have ceded their congressional power to the executive branch? We absolutely have. We absolutely have. But that can be changed because the Constitution's on our side. But but right now, the Democrats that are in office and so many of the establishment Republicans that are in office are all too happy to to give away some of their congressional powers to the executive branch. And why, you may ask. You may be sitting there going, well, why, Victor? Why do some establishment Republicans play that game? Well, because the establishment Republicans love it when they're in power. And then they, they, they can give the executive power, these, these, the executive branch these kind of powers. So they like it. But we need to put a stop to it. And the only way we put a stop to it is, A, to get rid of as many Democrats as we can. And I mean voting them out of office. And we need to get rid of as many establishment Republicans. Ladies and gentlemen, I cannot stress this enough. We cannot stop short. And if you, if, if you, if you're any, any of you are Seinfeld episodes, you go watch the episode stopping short. It's pretty funny, but you cannot stop short. Just as I, I think it's ridiculous. And I'll go back to using a football uh, metaphor like David did. You can't march down the field and just because you're winning by 20 points, you get to the five yard line, yard line and you sit on the ball. That drives me crazy. If you get to the five yard line, punch it in. Who cares if you win by an extra six or seven points? And this is what the Republicans are doing. They, 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 they stop short. And, and, and not just the Republicans. Let me put it to you this way. We, the people, we, the voters stop short. And we cannot stop short. In 2010, we stopped short. We, we threw out a record number of Democrats and we put in a record number of Republicans, but we put in too many establishment Republicans. That's stopping short. We need to throw out as many Democrats as we can, and we need to throw out establishment Republicans, as many of them as we can. We need Congress to be full of America-loving, freedom-loving, liberty-loving, constitutional-loving, United States-loving. That's the type of representative we need. One, go, go ahead, David. No, go one, ahead. One thing that I, I have to say that I'm 
ecstatic about is the fact that since World War II, this November, we will have the most veterans running for oh, office that we've that. had since World War II. Yep. And, uh, you know, I, I'm a big opponent of this deal of, you know, these people voting for things that affect the lives of our men men and women serving mm-hmm. are that affect our veterans right and you know this is this is going to be a great election because we will vote into office so many veterans and talking about people that are loyal flag loving flag waving you know they raise their hand that they would give their lives mm-hmm. for this country and that's more than 99% can do and yet we have 1% of the population that you know swore to protect and defend right and you can't beat them right and we support any veteran any veteran <laughs> that's running for office in fact i may uh, as we as we get closer as we get closer to probably maybe april may june I, i'm going to work to get some of these veterans on the air uh, I would love to talk some of those veterans, but David, you were 100 percent right. In fact, there's an ad out there, and, and uh, man, I think uh, Dan Crenshaw put this ad together, and it shows uh, two uh, veterans who are running for office in Texas, and they're just fantastic. And one of them is a black guy, and and I, and I only point that out because so many Democrats and and these voters, sycophant voters. They just can't fathom a black guy voting conservative or being a conservative. But there's a lot of them out there, ladies and gentlemen, oh. just like uh, Alan West. Uh, Alan West. And, and uh, just like I sit here as a Hispanic uh, and, and people come up to me all the time. What do you mean you don't vote Democrat? <laughs> because I have a brain. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, you know, it, it, it's true. It's true. But, but, but like I said, you, you just need to look at our neighbor to the north. And you see what happens when you don't have a republic. You don't have a constitution. Uh, that's what happens. And we don't want that to happen here. And every Democrat here wishes they could have the power that Trudeau is wielding right now. And, and you've got to understand. I know I've said this, and I'm going to say it again. You have to understand. You have a, 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 a dictator right now in Canada by the name of Trudeau who is removing children from truck drivers. He's threatening anyone who's who's standing around this this protest uh, with with he's probably going to put them in internment camps, threatening them with arrest, uh, threatening to seize their bank accounts. Uh, I mean, threatening to cost them their jobs. He's threatening their livelihood over a peaceful protest. Now, look, I'm very consistent. I don't want people blocking roads. Uh, if I had a bunch of people blocking a road where I couldn't go from my house to the store or anything, I, I would I would not be happy about that. So that's a different issue. This is a peaceful protest. Now, if these truckers are blocking and, and they're stopping people from moving, then then yeah, you can go talk to them. There, you know, it's easy for Trudeau. Trudeau could have ended this in one day by by dropping the mandates. But Trudeau is such a little egotistical power maniac that he can't admit that he's wrong, and he won't admit that the science. You know, that the the Democrats here in this country love to say the science changed. Well, tr- well, somebody needs to tell Trudeau the science changed. 
because the numbers have dropping. We're not dealing with a pandemic anymore. We're dealing with a flu, and we're dealing with a flu that's not going anywhere. He could easily drop these mandates, and and most of the truckers over there they they have the vaccine, but they're protesting because they want some freedom. And, 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 and Trudeau could easily talk to them and, and drop this mandate business and those truckers would go back to business. And, and so my message to the truckers is this. If you're blocking roads and you're stopping everyday people from moving about, open up some lanes. Open up some lanes. You can protest without blocking bridges and roads. And I would be all for that. Just as I don't want Antifa and Black Lives Matter or anyone else blocking roads in, in anywhere in my, where I live, I don't want truckers to block the roads either. But but I can I can I am honest enough to see the difference when you've got truckers who are not throwing Molotov cocktails. They're not burning down businesses. They're not beating the crap out of people. That's a peaceful protest. So the only thing they need to do what I would say my message to the Canadian truckers open up lanes, open up, let let commerce happen. But you can maintain your protest. And that leads me, that leads me to the truckers of the United States, because there, there are. I'm already, I'm seeing rumors, I'm seeing Facebook pages, and I'm uh, that the truckers in the United States, a bunch of them are going to get together, and put a convoy, and they're going to drive from California to D.C. Now, here's my warning: if you do this, you've got, you have to understand the Democrats have a hell of a machine in this country, and they're not afraid to wield power that they have through. Their minions. And just as, just as in the, you look at the history of the Democrat Party, just as in the 60s, the KKK was the strong arm of the Democrat Party, Antifa and BLM are today's strong arm of the Democrat Party. And if the truckers start this convoy, you must be prepared because the Democrats will unleash Antifa and BLM on these truckers and they these these I I tell look I hate to make predictions like this but I know this is probably going to happen. Antifa and BLM will they will strategically place themselves along this route that the truckers take and they will firebomb the truckers, they will cause accidents and they will they they will cause violence. And the truckers will be blamed for it. The media in this country, 98% of them, will take the side of Antifa and blame the truckers for what Antifa does. And that's what the truckers need to be, be wary about. So I have a proposal. I have a proposal for the truck drivers in this country in the United States. Rather than take your convoy from California to D.C., take your convoy down to the southern border. Take your convoy of trucks all the way to the border of Mexico. And look, there's a nice road that runs along the, the, where there's some wall that was built, the Trump wall. There's, there's fencing. There, there's a lot of road, uh, Texas, Arizona. Take your convoy and run it next to the border with Mexico. Because A, if Antifa has the guts to go down there, let them. Because the cameras, the media, they're not going to want to show what's going on at the border of Mexico. Take your convoy and see how far you can get it. Maybe you can take your convoy the length of the southern border. How amazing would that be? What a sight to see. The the truckers would would be able to give their message about uh, freedom. And they would be helping the Border Patrol by putting up a blockade and making it harder for drugs and guns and and these uh, illegal migrants to come over the border. 
I, 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 this is my proposal to the truckers in the United States. Take your convoy to the southern border. Dare the media to show pictures of the southern border. Just take your trucks and run your convoy and see how far you can get. How much of the southern border can you cover? Ladies and gentlemen, I am telling you this would be amazing. This would be amazing. This would be a, a, a tremendous statement for the truckers to do. It would keep them off the main fairways, uh, the main roadways. It would it would make Antifa uh, a lot give a lot harder for them to cause trouble. Because you, I don't think Antifa is going to go down to the southern border because they know the media is not going to go to the southern border, and if the media is not there to put pictures on uh, trying to blame truckers then why would they even do it? So I am telling you, go to the southern border. Take your convoy down to the southern border and see how much of the border you can cover with your trucker's convoy. Imagine the trucks, the American flags, helping the Border Patrol. And I, I, I'm telling you, I think the Border Patrol would welcome it. Uh, take your Let's Go Brandon flags. <laughs> go and cover the border. And that is that that is what that's my message to the United States truckers. Um, I, and if you do this, I may even come down there and broadcast to a, one of my shows from the from the southern border because I'd love to see this. I would love to see it. So so stay off the main roads. Don't do the convoy to D.C. Um, look, the Democrats are just looking for a reason to try and enact any powers they can. Uh, they would love to enact martial law. And if you truckers go to D.C., they're going to try to crack down on you. They're going to use Antifa. They will use BLM. And some of you guys are going to get hurt. And, and you need to think about your families. So instead, take your convoy to the southern border. Take your convoy down to the border of Mexico. Make that kind of a statement. That's a dual statement, and I think the Border Patrol would welcome it. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, I think we've uh, – David, do we have another break we're going to now? We can do it now, and uh, we'll come back and uh, finish up the show. Let's sure. let's do that because i got a lot more to get to. So, uh, folks, stay right there. We will be right back. This is the On Point with Victor Show. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Start taking back our country from the liberal wokes by voting locally for conservative Republicans. Veteran-owned America's Web Radio endorses and supports Dr. Rich McCormick for Georgia's 6th District, U.S. House of Representatives, as a decorated Marine helicopter pilot, and now an emergency room doctor who served on the front lines against COVID-19. Dr. Rich McCormick has never been afraid of a fight. Whether it's communist China abroad, or the radical left in America, Rich knows the next fight facing America is to stop socialism. He's all in. Vote for Rich McCormick. 
Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back. We're back. Welcome back, my friends. So, look, a listener in, um, I believe this listener's in Tucker, Georgia. I believe. Sorry if I got that wrong. Uh, but a listener in Tucker, Georgia pointed out that not only would the truckers uh, bring attention to the southern border and the media hopefully have to cover it, this listener pointed out that it would also block the Biden administration from making these 2 a.m., 3 a.m. flights flying illegals from the border to uh, red states. So that's just another bonus, another bonus. So so if you know anyone who's organizing a, a, a truck convoy, please give them this idea. Please give them this idea. I don't need credit for this. I, I actually um, – was kind of just just thinking about what what the truckers could do different, and I saw, uh, oh my gosh, I am not going to remember her name, but I actually saw someone else who kind of alluded to something like this, and and I'm just running with it. So you don't have to give me credit. Uh, so if you know anyone that's organizing, let them know. Um, and if you want to give somebody credit, credit America's Web Radio. <laughs> and and while you're at it, you tell them they need to sign up and be uh, um, uh, patrons uh, of the show and of the station. So, uh, But anyway, if you know anybody, and get on Facebook, get on some of those groups and give them this idea. It would be so much more impactful to see hundreds of trucks line the border of Mexico. It would be amazing. Amazing, and like I said, if they do this, I'll go down there and do a show. I mean, it would be just, just amazing, just amazing. So, all right, let me move on to the Russia-Ukraine business. Look, I'm not ready to give you an "I told you so" because Putin is very unpredictable, and uh, Putin is 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 playing Biden and the Democrats like a fiddle. And depending on what the Biden and the Democrats continue to do, is going to determine what Putin does. Um, so I'm not ready to make an I told you so, but I will say this. If, if, you know, a couple of weeks ago on this show, I said that don't be surprised if Putin is putting forth a false flag. Uh, if Putin doesn't attack, don't be surprised if he doesn't go into Ukraine. And I also told you that the, the biggest group of people who are giving Putin a green light and practically begging Putin to attack the Ukraine is Biden and the Democrats. The Democrat Party in this country and Biden would love nothing more than to see Putin go in and attack the Ukraine. I wouldn't be surprised if some of the if some people in the Biden administration are behind the scenes talking some using backdoor channels and talking to the Russians and telling them, you know what, go in, go as far as the river or go go a little bit, take take the east Ukraine. Uh, it, 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 you got Crimea already, and just stop there. I wouldn't be surprised because the Demo- a the Democrats love war. Biden would love to get us into a war. They love the war machine. They love the donors that are involved with the war machine. Uh, they have one developing right now under the Biden administration is one of the weakest economies we've had in a long time. Um, we've got terrible inflation. Biden's got terrible numbers. 
the Biden would love nothing more for the Russia to attack because if Russia attacked, then Biden can run around and say, oh, I'm a wartime president. I'm a wartime president. Fire up the war machine and then artificially build up the economy because that's probably what would happen. So make no mistake. The Democrats love war. And and I, I, I ask and you should ask, why do the Democrats love war so much? Why does do establishment Republicans love war so much? The, the, the Bushies, the Cheneys, the, uh, the, the McConnells, the Lindsey Grahams, they love war. They love the machine. They love the donors. They love the money they can make off the war machine. And the Democrats... They're just 10 times more than those guys. Uh, Nobody loves war more than the Democrats. Just look at the history of this country. Nobody loves the machine, the war machine, more than the Democrats. But yet, so many of you Democrats out there will say, I'm anti-war. I vote Democrat. No. If you were anti-war, you would vote Donald J. Trump. And that's just a fact. Um but 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 let's look. So I'm not ready to do and I told you so, but I am telling you don't be surprised if Putin does not attack. In fact, you're already seeing today uh that that Putin pulled back a little bit. And now what what and look at what Biden team is doing. Look, the Biden team is is they've got a plan here. And 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 it's twofold. And th- and look, this is just my opinion, this is my prediction. The Biden team would like I said would love him to attack because then he Biden can be a wartime president. But they're also looking at this like this. Why do you think this weekend the Democrats were on every news station and every sycophant media ran with a story saying attack is imminent. Attack is imminent. Oh Ukraine, Ukraine's buckling down. Uh Putin is about to to pounce. Why do you think they were doing that? And then today, today, look at what the Democrats are saying. Look what that Blanken's saying today. They're saying, oh, well, well maybe it looks like uh, Putin pulled back a little bit. Oh, we got maybe there's a false flag here because what the Biden administration is going to do in building this up and scaring the hell out of everybody. Uh, look, you've got the Ukrainian president, uh, that little dictator, and you've got Ukrainian media. Who are saying, what are you talking about, Biden? We, we are not panicking over here. We're still in talks. But yet you've got the Biden administration and the media here in this country convincing everyone in our country that the attack is imminent. And they went nuts over the weekend. They went nuts last week, drove the stock market to the, to the, I mean, on a downfall. Now the stock market is rebounding today because of the news that Putin pulled back a little bit. So what's the Biden administration starting to do? What narrative are they working on? Well, this is their other narrative. If they don't get the attack, this is what they're going to say. Oh, look, oh, all powerful, strong dementia Joe stopped Putin in his tracks. So be prepared for this, ladies and gentlemen. This is what's going to happen. Uh, they would love for them, for, for Putin to attack. So they can play the I'm a wartime president card. But if Putin doesn't attack, then Biden's going to play the uh, I'm so strong. I'm so powerful. I'm such a good leader that I stopped Putin in his tracks. All the while, Putin is sitting back laughing his you know what off. And let me tell you something. Putin sees writing on the wall. Putin knows that in 2024, he's going to be dealing with either Ron DeSantis or he's going to be dealing with Donald J. Trump. 
And let me tell you, Putin wouldn't be doing anything that he's doing today if Donald Trump was still president. China wouldn't be doing what they're doing today if Donald Trump were still president. That is a fact. You can argue it with me all you want, but that is a fact. Putin nor China would be doing what they're doing if Donald Trump were still president. But so many of you had to go put the dementia patient into the White House. So now we've got the dementia patient Joe in the White House, and we've got a deal with China, and we've got a deal with Russia. Biden created this problem. He's enabling this problem. But so don't but, – but like I said – the reason Biden's doing this is because he's in the tank. His poll numbers are the worst of any president in history, at least in modern times. The inflation is the worst it's been since 82, uh, which was Jimmy Carter. Uh, that was his problem. Jimmy Carter started this inflation under his tenure as president, his four years. Um, the economy is on the brink. We still have a labor shortage. We still have a supply chain issue. And again, on top of that, with Biden's numbers being so low, now you've got a majority of Democrats who are saying, we will take anybody but Joe Biden uh, on the Democrat ticket. That doesn't bode well. And, w- and let me tell you something. When you have people like the Democrats, like Biden and Kamala and Schumer and Pelosi, when you have people like today's Democrat Party who are so obsessed with power, who didn't think they would lose another election, and in, in, uh, let alone after 2008, they didn't think they'd lose another one after 2020. And now they're going to lose big in 2022. And when a party like that is on the brink of losing power, then you need to be careful and watch out because for the time they have left, they're going to do as much damage as they possibly can. And that's why the Democrats are so dangerous, and that's why what's going on in the world is so dangerous. Um, We're not even watching little Kim Jong-un in North Korea, what that bozo is going to be doing because of how emboldened he's feeling. And look how emboldened China is feeling right now. Because they're all watching Putin. And Putin is pushing Biden left and right and up and down. Putin owns Biden. Putin owns. Look, Joe Biden's son gets millions from the Ukraine, millions from China, and who knows how many millions from Russia. They own the Biden family. And when you're down in the dumps like Biden is right now, look, Jill Biden is sitting there going, how do we get out of this mess? And the first thing on their mind is go to war. Go to war. Trust me when I tell you this, folks. I am not lying to you. That's what Jill Biden and the Democrats are doing. And if they don't get that, then they're going to say, oh, look how strong we are. We stopped Putin. When the world is watching Putin and they're watching how weak the United States is. So what's going to stop China from going into Taiwan? What's going to stop little Kim Jong-un from firing missiles all over the place? I mean, he just might get lucky one of these days and hit something. The world is, is in chaos because of weak leadership of the United States. Now, look, I started this show off by telling you we are the greatest country on the planet, and we still are. And there's hope. There is hope because in a few short months... The Republicans will take control of the House, and they will take control of the Senate. Ladies and gentlemen, how do I know this? Well, look, we're at February 15th today, and the 30th Democrat announced their retirement today. 
the 30th Democrat. Now, in 2010, when the Republicans had a record election, it took until the middle of May before the 30 or 35th Democrat announced retirement. We are only February 15th, and the 30th Democrat has announced retirement. So I'm not going to be surprised if another 10 or 20 Democrats announce retirement by the time we get to June. So a slaughter is coming in November for the Democrats. I can only hope that we knock out some establishment Republicans as well, and we we put in some conservative Republican America, the United States Constitution-loving American, to represent, it, to represent us. I can only hope that. And as David mentioned earlier, there are a lot of veterans running, and these veterans are running as conservative Republicans. There are a lot of minorities running, and they're running as conservative Republicans. And let me tell you something. If we can get these people in and we can get rid of Lindsey McGraham, we can get rid of McConnell, we can get rid of Adam Schlesinger, whatever his name, we can get rid of Romney, we can get rid of Cheney. If we get rid of these people and we bring in good, strong, America-loving, flag-waving conservative Americans, small government Americans, get back to the Constitution Americans. If we have those kind of leaders, then we can make this the shining light on the hill again. This will be the shiny city on the hill. It will. Folks, America's not dead. We're far from it. Far from it. The red, white, and blue, the old glory, oh, she may be a little ragged. She may be a little hanging low right now. Don't laugh. Look, old glory, she's been through a lot more than this. And she's going to wave strong again. And she's going to wave high again. Because the United States, we have the capacity through the United States Constitution. And we have the people the American-loving people of this country. We are Americans. We are second to none. We have the ingenuity, and we have the power, and we will bring this country back. We can do it. And then we'll start in November by taking over the House, and we'll take over the Senate. And then in 2024, we will either have Donald J. Trump or we're going to have Ron DeSantis, I believe. But, may, but maybe it'll be another Republican. But as long as it's a conservative, strong-minded, America-loving, freedom-loving, liberty-loving president, then the rest of the world knows what's coming. Putin knows what's coming. China knows what's coming. Yeah, they're going to make moves right now. and They're going to take advantage of Joe Biden. They will take advantage of the dementia patient that is in the White House. But we... The American people who love the Constitution and love our flag, we will stand up. Uh, you want to talk about a, a, a awoken sleeping giant? That's the parents of this country. Democrats, Republicans, Libertarians, Independents, they're going to stand together in November. And they're going to throw these Democrats out of office because the sleeping giant is awake. And we aren't going to let Joe Biden take us down anymore. So you remember that, ladies and gentlemen. Look, you guys have a great week. This has been On Point with Victor, and I'll be back next week. Goodbye. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.